Hi, it's Randy G with the Holistic Health Hotline. It's Friday, Memorial Day weekend, and uh, of course I am a veteran of the Marine Corps, so I want to say hi to everybody who's in the service and let them know that there are viable alternatives to military hospitalization, military health care, and, uh, and that they should be thinking about those things even if they're 18 years old and in the service because when I was in the Marines I was actually paralyzed for some length of time and um, for almost six months as a matter of fact and I was told I was never going to walk again and the only thing that they could do for me is to operate and see if that did anything they didn't even know what they wanted to operate on or I could just spend my life in a wheelchair and and accept that of course I didn't accept that and um, because I, I had the knowledge and I had the connections to go and find my grandmothers to find out how to walk again, and, and I've been walking ever since. A lot of military people um, are obviously hurt in different ways where surgery is important, and that's what physicians are good for, is surgery. And a lot of them are on medications because of different factors that affected them while they were in service or while they are still in service. So for all of you out there, I know Dave Rabbit, who does podcasting, um, talks to a lot of veterans and military people. Holistic health, alternative health is a better way to go. We can get you off a lot of the drugs. We can get you out of a lot of the pain. Um, we can do a lot to make your life better, and you deserve it because you did stand up for the country that you live in, the country that you believe in. And to me, um, veterans deserve everything we can give them, which we never really got when we got back from Vietnam. We really didn't get the respect. We didn't get... Uh, if you're a female in the military, you don't even get the perks. You don't get the after stuff that, that a lot of the active reservists get. So there's a, um, a few issues around that that aren't holistic health oriented. They're more political, so I won't go into them. But know that Memorial Day, it's a great weekend for everybody. It's the beginning of summer for many up north. It's a big travel weekend where gas prices are skyrocketing, but everybody's going to travel anyway. Um, but the main purpose of Memorial Day is to remember those who, who fell in battle. And uh, battle is an everyday occurrence around the world, one way or the other. So let's honor them and remember them. Um, the whole weekend when you're eating your hot dogs and traveling, etc., remember why you're doing it. And that you are in a country that allows you to do this because of them. That you have the freedom to travel, the freedom to make the money that will allow you to pay the gas prices that we shouldn't be paying, to drive the cars that are made for higher gas prices rather than for... Uh, alternative ways of fueling vehicles, to visit the people who have moved away from you who are living at different distances because family is no longer more important than getting the right job and, and moving to where you need to be, um, and eating all the, the foods that you grill on the grill because those people fell in battle in World War One, in World War Two, in the Battle of Chapultepec, in, in the Korean conflict, in Vietnam, in all of the battles that we as Americans have to fight whether those on television, on, on talk shows, believe that we should be there or not. The point is, it's our country, and if, if we are in war, then we support our country and support the people who are fighting the wars. Okay, second topic is actually letting go, which is totally different, isn't it? Um, somebody was listening to my podcast last night while I was present and said they can always tell when I'm going to change the topic or change the way I'm going, even though at the end I always bring it back around to the beginning because it is a circular kind of thing. They don't understand how I connect some of the subjects that I connect, and I'm sure if you've seen some of the titles of my podcast, you wonder the same thing, but if you listen to them, you'll see how they all connect, and, and it won't be so weird. 
Um, they also wonder how come I incorporate so many things under holistic health and and talk about politics or immigration or or Memorial Day or whatever and how that could possibly be holistic health. Well, there is a podcast. If you if you go to earthwalk-usa.com and go down the list of the podcasts that we have available that we remain, we keep available for you for free, um, almost 70 of them. There is one about, about uh, holistic health and your connection to it. But understand that this is... Holistic health means looking at the whole person, and you as a whole person are not just a physical body. You are someone who creates with your words, who has creative abilities through your energies, who is connected to the earth over thousands and millions of years because of DNA and reproduction, who thinks out loud, thinks silently, who has choices that you can make because you were given free will to make those choices, who has energy which is in motion constantly unless you are totally blocked, which gives you an emotional layer of energy, so that your connection to the earth is as a full human being. You work here, you live here, you eat here, you sleep here, you produce here, you create things here, and so anything in the world that affects you and throws you out of balance or affects you and helps you get back into balance is part of holistic health. And that's why I will sometimes incorporate politics. I'll talk about immigration like I did last week or immunizations or or what happened at Virginia Tech or Christmas or things that affect us as Americans, me as partially Native American, and you as a whole person. That's what holistic health is, the whole person, not just the body, not just giving you miracle cures or little, in you know, uh, inside information about how to get rid of the fungus on your toes. Use Vicks VapoRub, by the way. But somebody who is a whole person and has all of those things going on around them. Um, a lot of people don't tune in to holistic health or health programs because they figure they they don't need to hear this stuff. You know, they're more interested in politics. They're more interested in money. They're more interested in um, uh, how to buy real estate what to do about raising children and that has nothing to do with holistic health well you can send this to everybody on your mail list because uh, health is healthy mind healthy body healthy spirit so anybody who's only into you know I only want to hear church programs well that's religion that's not spirit but send them this and let them know that there's a spiritual side to holistic health that they may want to tune into people who are interested in real estate I taught uh, financial planning to many people and taught them how to put finances into balance. Balance according to your lifestyle, your wishes, your goals, what you've done so far, what you have to work with, what you're going to have to work with, and what you won't have. And that's part of a holistic approach to financial planning. I have fixed computers for many years. Those the, the engineering side of computers, the hardware side. And taught people how to balance what was going on within the computer system, within the memory, um, within the structure itself of the of the uh, computer so that it would have optimal performance and not cause uh, undue stress in any in any way and um, so I taught electronics also to military people when I was in the Marines uh, took I was at MCRC MCRD San Diego became an electronic engineer and taught men how to fix radios why so they could communicate with each other in a way that was efficient and positive and get each other out of trouble or save each other if they needed to while they were in battle. Anything that you do in this world is connected to everybody else, and that's holistic health. That's why I talk about all the different subjects that I do talk about. What I want to say today is about talk about today is about letting go. I've had so many people come to see me in the last few weeks who are all bound up, um, and that 
that means they're constipated. That means that all of a sudden the thyroid is not working, the parathyroid isn't working, the pituitary gland isn't isn't doing what it's supposed to do. They can't walk, they can't eat right, they can't swallow, they can't speak, they're coughing. They're doing all kinds of things and and a lot of the times the emotional side or the spiritual side of that difficulty, of that imbalance, is the mere fact that they are unwilling or un, or believe that they are unable to let go, to let our higher selves take care of all the things around us. Some of them are caregivers. One of them today um, can't do anything because her mother, who is 82, needs her to constantly be home every night because she doesn't want to be alone and always you know, take care of everything for her because she's not mobile herself. And what I tried to explain to her was is that that's not caregiving, and <clears throat> that's rescuing. And when you rescue someone, it should only be for an extreme emergency that you've rescued them. Otherwise, you are enabling them to stay weak instead of empowering them to start to take charge of their own lives, their own selves, their own health, and to allow you to be in charge of yours. It's a control issue, it, and control issues are always about not letting go, not thinking that anyone else can do it as well as you, not believing that you won't be judged for not doing it in the first place, um, controlling everything that happens to that other person while you end up out of control because you're trying to control everybody else. It's a very intense problem, and many people have this problem. We are so out of control in this country in so many ways that the first thing that we do when, when faced with a situation is try to take control. And women, I'm going to talk to you for a minute. Women-identified women are not controllers. They are people who understand that they are already empowered, that they have the power of their connection to the earth and, and to the universe because they are female. What's happened since the 70s is that women have become male-identified. Now, you guys out there, you know that when you are pro presented with a problem, the first thing you want to do is fix it. And you and you call on all the resources of your memory or education or experience or your buddies, and you say, okay, how do we fix this? Well, women have to stop doing that because we're we're losing half of the creative energy that we need. We need the fixers, but we also need those who know that things sometimes don't need fixing. What they need is empowerment. And um, women have to get back to that point where they understand that that's part of their role, it's part of their reason for being here. So we have this problem where... Um, women and men think that they can control everybody else's life. That happens in the workplace, it happens in schools, it happens with our children, it happens with each other in relationships, it happens with parents and kids, and then kids and parents. And what I have a difficulty with with this control issue is that when you think you're controlling everyone else, you need to look back in that mirror again and find out that you forgot to take control of the one thing that is the most important to you, and that's you. You forgot to look at you and say, what do I need? Not, what do I need in spite of everyone else or, in, or um, uh, what do I need and everybody else doesn't need, but what do I need as a person to make me a strong and healthy individual who feels balanced? When I am at that point where I'm balanced and I'm strong and I'm healthy, then I have a lot more energy, a lot more wisdom, a lot more creativity in helping others to become empowered and take charge of their lives. I cannot do that if I am just trying to respond to guilt or obligation or resentment or old scars. If I haven't done the work to get rid of all the other stuff, I shouldn't be a caregiver in the first place. Caregivers need to be unconditionally loving 
at the same time that they understand that that unconditional love is is for themselves also because without it you won't be a caregiver anymore you won't be there for that person that you tried to take control of and you've made them dependent on you to be there always so if something happens to you what happens to them and what favor have you done them by allowing that to happen letting go is a very intense and hard thing for many people to do if you trust in something higher than yourself which you should because you cannot create the things on this earth that have been created if you trust in something higher than yourself you should be able to trust that higher self that higher part of you that higher entity that higher energy to take care of a lot of the problems that you have which was what the secret was about just trust it if you if you have a parent I have a parent living next door who's 83 and I could say, oh, my God, I can't go away. I have to go up north next month, and I'm supposed to be gone for three weeks, and she'll be by herself in a new place. Well, what the heck do you think she's done for the last 83 years? She's learned how to live on this planet. She has wisdom that we don't even know about because we fight it all the time. She has experience that will allow her to do what's necessary to survive, to take care of herself, to do the things that will make her life better. And <clears throat> yes, yeah, sometimes she needs my help. Sometimes she has to know how to get to the corner store. Sometimes she can't move anymore, so she asks people for rides. Am I always the only one? No. I shouldn't be, and I won't be. Because she also has to be given the power to create resolutions and solutions to the problems that she has in her life. Now, that's that part of female that is also male. Find the answer. Fix the problem. I can't move. I'm in a wheelchair. She isn't what this other woman's um, white, uh, mother is. She's in a wheelchair. She's not mobile. She doesn't want to go out. She wants me home every night. Well, sit her down and say, look, you gave me life. I want to honor that life. Part of honoring that life is taking care of me. And if I'm going to take care of me, a couple nights a week, I can't be here. Now, how do we resolve the problem that you always want somebody here at night? So that the mother could say, I don't know, and start crying, etc. So get creative again. Don't you have friends after 83 years? Don't you have somebody that you can call and say to them, Gee, my daughter needs a life too. Uh, how about you and I spend every Wednesday night together so that I don't feel like I'm alone, so I don't feel afraid? How about you start helping me do some work so that I'm not afraid anyway that I don't want to live in fear I want to know and trust that I'll be taken care of even if I'm all by myself in my house and when those kinds of things start happening when that communication level starts happening and people become more empowered their body tissues their cellular tissues can now let go they're holding on to this fear. They're holding on to the, the inability to move forward. They're holding on to rejection and judgment and all the things from the past. And because of that, nothing flows. And that means that you're going to get constipated. You're going to have problems with your bowels. That eventually is going to affect your liver. That eventually is going to affect your, your heart and your lungs. And we have what we call disease. So part of all of health is emotional. It's the energy in motion. Putting the energy in motion to be the creative, strong, empowered human being that you were meant to be in the first place. Um, letting go. And that, you know, there used to be a bumper sticker that said, let go, let God. And that was for people who had um, specific difficulties, either with, with uh, control issues over kids and violence or or with alcohol well bring it back let go let the angels let go let the universe let go let God um, the point is to let go that you can trust in something higher than yourself if you totally believe this to take care of you to be there to push you out of the way if the bus comes to 
to uh, to run you over it to help you get to the top of the mountain when you think you can't to um help your mother get up if she falls and you're not home and if you, if that if that energy isn't there and your mother falls and you aren't home it's not your fault it's not because you weren't there that that happened it's because your mother or whoever it is that you're taking care of has something that they have to learn about their reason for being on earth and that's between them and God not you and them and God but them and God they have a lesson to learn about how to maintain their strength how to get better how to take responsibility for um, the body for their sacred temple for the soul how to take uh, get some creativity about how they're going to live their lives this special gift that was given to them so it's not your fault that they fell it's not your fault that there was no one home and they cried what that is is part of the process of becoming a full human being and learning how to deal with life and dealing with life should be a joy it is a gift it was given to you don't let it take you don't let it uh, all the problems take your life away from you don't let your responsibilities take your life away from you don't become selfish don't become self-centered but become unconditionally loving enough of yourself to make yourself as important as anybody else you might be taking care of <coughs> okay um, I have to run because it's a it's a long weekend I have to get going I will be back on Monday night, actually, or Tuesday early. So tune in, send this out, go to earthwalk-usa.com, tell your friends. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend.